Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey everyone and welcome to Nine Pitches. It's another exciting edition of Nine Pitches, this time for Clash of Champions 2020, which is taking place this Sunday. And I'm joined not only by Matthew himself. Hello, how are you doing? I'm all right, pal. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And Adam Pacitti, who I believe will be live streaming his reactions to Clash of Champions as the show is taking place. Is that right? That's right. All right, pal. How are you? I'll read pal. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, obviously, because of the recent change to government guidelines, we're now all in totally separate locations again. I was usually recording these in like a separate part of the office, but now now that the government has said work from home again if you can, I'm back at home. Adam's all on his lonesome in the office, and Matthew's still in his in his flat. So yes, still wallowing in his own filth and his smart bed. <laughs> Um, but hopefully all the setup's all right and everything and hopefully this goes as smoothly as possible and it's so exciting because of course the rule is in these nine pitches videos it's not what you think's gonna happen it's what what you want want to happen if nobody's seen one of these before or if you're new to this series what happens is we go around in a cycle uh, everybody pitches one thing. I guess we, we'll start with Adam, then go Matthew, then go myself, then around again two more times. And in the end, we'll have nine lovely pitches for Clash of Champions, where all the belts, apart from the 24-7 belt, are on the line. But the 24-7 belt's probably going to... Something will happen. Adam, what is your first pitch? Uh, my first pitch um, regards Retribution, everybody's favourite WWE stable. They all got great nicknames or new names uh, this this Monday on Raw. We're all very excited about it. So uh, I would like Clash of Champions to kick off with Retribution. Um, they come down to the ring and cut a promo about how silly they've all been. Um, and I've actually scripted the whole thing for them here. Oh. Um, so, um, Joe, you can put on. Uh, Let's just pretend this is Dominic Dijakovic, shall we? Uh, Hello, my name... That's not going to work. Hello, my name is T-Bar, but you may better know me as Dominic Dijakovic from when I was good. We've been reading Twitter and realised that we've made a massive mistake and our names and masks are very stupid. I'd like to apologise on behalf of Retribution and WWE for wasting your time over the past few weeks, and we will be paying for the damage done to the Performance Center and Thunderdome out of our own pockets. We will also be making a contribution to the cat's protection. Uh, 
However, we also realize that WWE have spent a significant amount of money, which they desperately need right now, in trademarking the retribution intellectual property, as well as making assets such as our Titantron, entrance music, etc. So we are handing the gimmick to a new set of superstars who will now be known as the Retribution Core. And then enter... It was either that or new rent retribution. Um, you see what I'm doing there. Uh, enter all of the wrestlers who I um, I don't like or don't care about, and they've been rebranded, and they have worse masks as well, like, I don't know, Postman Pat or something like that. Apollo Crews is now Mr. Frazzles. Jackson Riker is now Togepi. Riddick Moss <laughs> is... <laughs> Riddick Moss is now Male Winton. Grand Metalik is now Roger the Dodger. Lacey Ooh. Evans is now Chaos 3. Kona Reeves. <laughs> Kona Reeves is now Vic Reeves. Tamina is now Plops <laughs> with a Z. Plops. <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun coming up with these. And uh, Mia Yim is still part of the group, so I'm not especially fussed about her. And uh, But she's called the Akinator. Um, they are, you know, remember the website? The, the, the guy who would guess what you're thinking of. Trying to utilize oh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, brand, yeah. yeah. Uh, they are immediately interrupted and squashed by all of the original members of the original Nexus, uh, who have then individually, one by one, they have their arms raised by John Cena to say sorry for SummerSlam, uh, and he then kisses their feet. And then the Retribution core exclusively appear on NXT UK, so I never have to see them again. Oh, well... Um... You've had a great day, by the sounds of it. <laughs> Productive morning, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm all in favour of that, obviously. Especially Roger the Dodger. Who was Roger the Dodger? Was that Grand Metal League? Uh, Roger the Dodger. Yes, yes, he is, yeah. No, he was in the Beano. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I was a child of the Beano. Uh, and Roger the Dodger was my favourite, like, strip in the Beano. So I'm, I'm a oh, big fan too. of that. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I really, great. I like the, was it the nitwits? No, what were they called? The people in the brain. Do you remember the people in the brain and they would they would yeah. control like yeah. I like it was just inside it was just inside out, but Yeah. 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 But better. Yeah. Better, yeah. I like the Bash Street Kids. There was yeah. a there was a, a a special edition once that I remember it must have been for the build up to like the World Cup or something, where the whole like comic wasn't individual little stories. It was one whole football match between the Bash Street Kids and the Beano like all star team. And it was really good. Who won? And people, the Bastry kids won. What? Thanks to a, thanks to a last minute winner from Winston, the cat, or the, the little janitor, the cat. He was the only one who didn't get sent mm. off. So he just ran all the way and just poked it over the line. It was a heartwarming little moment. I'd have hated that. As somebody who's not really into football, <laughs> to have my Beano taken over by one feature length football story would have really greatly upset me. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. So I won't uh, be picking up a copy. <laughs> It almost it feel like great. if somebody if somebody tuned into a wrestling video podcast to hear about wrestling, and then they heard this <laughs> incredible yeah. rant, which could only be I can only assume that that is what Jack Nicholson wrote in The Shining after finished killing his wife. That lovely <laughs> diatribe, all the time you've had by yourself, Petiti. I'm glad you put it to good use. Fantastic as always. I like the idea of retribution being even more rubbish. Uh, I like the idea of the core. I like the idea of making fun of the Saturday morning TV names because that's exactly what they are. Um, yes, it's a thumbs up from me. Thank you. Because we're positive here. It's a positive negativity, which is what we like on this show. 
Mm-hmm. It's a thumbs up from me as well. You've got two you. yeses. That's a that's a great start. Well, they're 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 DOA, aren't they? They're dead on arrival. So let's just let's put it put it to bed. No, and, they were in ninety seven, mate. Way and bury uh, Apollo Cruz um, and Lacey Evans. I, I felt a bit bad putting Lacey on there actually because I don't mind Lacey. I'll, I might um, take her out. I might take out Chaos Three. <laughs> Chaos Three. <laughs> oh, I'm sad because we were going to do. Twitch watch-alongs of Robot Wars, but now obviously we can't be in the same room, so we'll still do it. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We will at some point because I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Matthew, what's your first pitch, please? Well, no spoilers, but it can't compare to that. Mm. So that's SmackDown. Sasha did a promo where she talked about how much her neck hurts and. It hurts so much from the attack that Bailey did to her, and then she came and attacked her again just to make sure that she can't actually do the title match that she was maybe going to have. What is that noise that is happening? Is that your water sorry, bottle? That was my, sorry, that was my water bottle. Am sorry. I getting fired at? All right, cool. <laughs> and because of this, Nikki is getting a title shot against Bailey instead. Now, clearly, the build up is for Bailey and Sasha. Nikki's just there because, you know, hiya. So I think to keep it going, to keep it going, that Bailey should come out and she's in a stretcher. Oh, one of those mobility scooters. I'm not sure if you can get a hold of her anymore. And she's there going, oh, God, I- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if there's one thing in WWE that hurts worse than Sasha's neck right now, it's my back. And Pierce is there because he's like the general manager of everything right now. He's the dog's body. He goes, you all right? What time? He goes, my back, me back. What's up your back? It hurts. From carrying Sasha for nine months. Oh, I can't possibly wrestle. And then Adam Pierce goes, Mind God, we can't have someone hurt. WWE is a safe working environment. And then he winks at the camera. And then he goes, Well, I guess this match is off. And then Bailey is put in the back. She's put next to the spare tables and the ladders and stuff they put in the back. And we don't get a single Bailey defense for nine months until we get to WrestleMania. Nice. She shows yeah. she social distances like she's from Sunderland. I, I I like it. I like it a great deal. Do you think it makes not that this matters that much? If 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 she says and she does the wink to the camera and she's like from Carrie and Sasha for so long, uh, and then Adam Pierce goes, Oh god, and then get to the back, doesn't that make Adam Pierce like a heel authority figure here that he's siding with Bailey? That's the last thing we need. Ooh. All authorities are heels. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Uh, it's, <laughs> I can't, why am Sorry. I trying to analyze this seriously? It's yeah, I know, I always <laughs> fall into that trap. It's a no from me, but only because <laughs> I really like Bailey and I don't like the idea of her being off our screens for so long. Because I think she's. Oh, really she'll be good. on the screens, just not resting oh. because of that. Ah, oh, me, Sasha carrying like, back. Ooh. Like Britt Baker. Uh, kind of like that, but not in a litigious way. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> then it's a. It's a. Bison Trooper middle thumb from me. Oh. Then. Uh, also, when you said mobility scooters, not sure if you can get a hold of them anymore. Uh, that was my favorite bit of the pitch. Yeah. And it oh, reminded me It reminded me of one of the early WCPW shows when my role for the day was to go and, <laughs> was to go and hire a wheelchair from a nearby... And you did like, it. I did it. Uh, right. But I had to sort of say like, because they were like, how, it was for kayfabe reasons, but they were like, how big's the person? Like, what kind of what's the what's the nature of their injury or disability? And I'm like, I'll be honest with you, it's just for a prop. Like, it's not a real okay. thing. And they were like, right, okay. I'm just on like the biker bridge somewhere. Like, 
get in a wheelchair and then having to get back to the academy. And I felt as if I was in a very early GTA mission, like right near the start when you're just doing crap tasks for people. It was brilliant. Anyway, How sorry. did you get it back? Did you Uber the wheelchair back? Yeah, it folded. It was a folding one. Genius. That's good. No, so I rode we'll, we'll, it. I rode it yeah, all I was the way. Say, wait, wait. <laughs> Were you on Biker Bridge on the wheelchair? No, I, the the shop was like on one end of the Biker Bridge, I think. That's where I was. Right, okay. But, yeah. Sorry, I've totally... I've no, no that's great. <laughs> because I had to do that once as well, Jack, when I was oh. doing, a, uh, doing some film, some media stuff at college. And I just, yeah, I... We'll go too much detail, but yeah, it's like, well, we need a wheelchair for the scene. All right, I'll just go get one. And I found one lying around. And I went, all right, well, this is... And I realized now, like, oh, no. What if the one kid we had at the school was like, you know, that I were near legs is like, all right, I need to go use the toilet. <clears throat> Unbelievable, mate. Someone's twopped my wheelchair. And it's me filming doing a Doctor Strange Love knockoff for me, mate. Oh, <laughs> What, just out of God, interest, Matthew, what, what did you even mean when you said, I'm not sure if you can get them anymore? I want to say anymore. I've never, like Jack, I've never tried to get a mobility scooter. So I don't know if they're like... I can confirm if, they exist and they are available for purchase. You know what? In, I, my I head, like it. in my head, I was like, wait, with COVID, can you get mobility scooters? <laughs> it's like, no, no, you'll get too close to people. <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair. No, they exist. I I really like it just for the just for the carrying Sasha line. I hate everything else about it, but it's it's a good line. I'm sure it's been used countless times in wrestling before, but it's decent, isn't it? It's a good line. So I'm gonna also give it. What was it? An M Bison? A bi- yeah, Bison Troop. Bison so in, Troop. In Street yeah, Fighter, the movie, that's their like gesture. That's a good gesture. It's but way then- better than that, isn't it? But then at the end, yeah, jackalites, yeah. But then when at the the end when when Zangief turns good guy, then one of them, I think it's Guile, grabs his wrist and goes like that, and now he's good. That's nice. It's symbolic. It's symbolic. It's because it's a stupid big guy. Mm. It's a stupid big guy. He's like, is this is correct? Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. Now you are real bison troopers. I think Sorry. even stupid big, big Zangief would be like, but why you no get mobility scooter? I don't know. <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a half thumbs up for me. I, I like it, Matthew. Oh, I, it's I it's more like than it, it deserves. What's Zangief, yours, Jack? Sorry, just Zangief has one of the best lines in that whole film. <laughs> yeah, he does. Where the Chun-Li and the lads are like news report. They're disguised as news reporters, but they're going to blow up Bison's arms deal in some like shadowy like festival. And uh, like arms trading festival, and they drive their news truck down towards it, and it's loaded with explosives. And they're all watching it on the news because the news channel. They're all sat in the tent watching this thing approach their tent from outside, and they're all like, "What do we do?" And Zangief goes, "Quick, change the channel," which is brilliant. It's so good. Anyway, um, I love that moment. And again, it. No, you know what? I'll talk about too far too much. Go on. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. Sorry. Every, every this podcast. Is Zangief is, is the big pictures. lad, though, right? He look. He looks a bit Russian. like Road Warrior yeah. Animal, doesn't he? Yeah, he does the, actually. The, the, yeah, he yeah. did. Yes. Um. So that. So. Oh, it's my turn, isn't it? So my first is, pitch yeah. is for the ambulance match between Drew and Randy Orton, and I feel like Drew. This this stipulation could be an excuse for Drew to lose the belt. I'm really worried he's going to lose it because he's not going to get pinned or submitted, is he? He's going to get thrown into an ambulance if he loses. So I think there needs to be someone to save the day for Drew. Orton's going to probably be really merciless and have him on the brink of throwing him in the ambulance. And then when he's about to throw him in, he opens the ambulance doors and there's like disco lights inside and steam 
and dry ice comes out and you just hear getting louder and louder Madonna's like a prayer and who should the ambulance driver be but it's bloody Grado (laughs) to save the day for his Scottish pal Drew and he hops out the ambulance and he's doing all of his stuff and he's doing the elbow and the wee boot and he helps Drew vanquish Randy Orton and they hug in the middle of the ring and Grado's in WWE because the world needs a bit of joy right now and I can't think of a wrestler more purely joyful to watch than Grado so I'll be honest, right? Last night I just watched some of his entrances again, so I really wanted to include Grado in there. But I thought he could be the ambulance driver. He's probably got a high vis on. He'd look quite funny in that and a hard hat. No, not no. He's not a builder. What have I done? <laughs> I would estimate estimate maybe seventeen percent of the audience understanding what was going on when Grado does appear. Um, I, I'd love to. See- to see, excuse me, Grado in, in WWE. It worries me a bit because Colt Cabana, who has a sort of similar-ish gimmick, they didn't use him very well as Scotty Goldman. Um, but do you want Grado in the world title match making the save with Randy Orton involved? Yeah, you do. You, you definitely that's the do. Only, that's the only good bit of this pitch, just that bit, yeah. The, the yeah. face on Randy when Grado appears <laughs> with the bum bag and everything. What's in the bum bag? Nothing. Uh, I no. actually, oh. <laughs> well, I, I had one of his after one of the, he left it behind. So oh, and it was empty. I messaged him saying, I went to know I'm Dar first and went, this is Grado's. And he went, he's always leaving them everywhere. Just keep it. I was like, right. So I messaged Grado. He was like, just keep it. So I looked inside and there was an empty chewing gum wrapper and that was it. That was it. Secrets oh. of wrestling revealed. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit, so you should auction that off. Uh, it's a yes mm. from me. I really like it just because I really like Grado. I was watching some of his entrances as well. I was watching Grado Berg back last mm. week and it's just, it's uh, you, yeah, you can't watch it without having a big old cheesy grin on your face, can you? Bring him in. Get him in. It, it, it is a bad idea. His impact yeah, is, run yeah. even didn't go well. So I don't know how. WWE, they're the one company you could probably get the uh, the rights to Madonna's Like a Prayer. They, they did it with punk and living colour and Grado's <laughs> worth just as much. Yeah. See, I was about to say, I like the idea most of this of Grado having a CM Punk S contract. It's like, look, I can only come in with one reason. Well, what is it? Was it we really need you right now? The only fun thing in wrestling, if you get the Madonna, then they're like, damn it. Okay, you crazy son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> and that's it. The Grado ambulance. We did that a uh, police show, didn't he? So oh, he did. He works his way around all the... Uh, 999 services. So yeah. it's ambulance patrol. I can't remember. Talk with. What's it Scott called? Squad. Thank you. Yes. Scott Squad. I swear to God, I almost said Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great thing on. Have you seen Canny Cops? Oh. Oh, no, it's set in the Northeast. It? You'll love it. You'll love it. It was oh, all down in then. Seaburn or Seam. I can't remember which one it oh. is again. Um, and other places. And oh, it's brilliant. Northeast people, even when they're really horrible criminals, they're very likable, aren't they? Very likable. Uh, uh, is that the program so. with the the bloke, the famous clip of the bloke who's like talking about how his new missus has turned his life around and stuff? And he's like, I was on all the drugs. I was taking anything. I even once kidnapped my own mom. It's just like, what? I'm not see, I didn't see that bit. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. I'll have to check it out. Thank oh, that's you. great. Yeah. It's a yes from me, oh. Matthew. Oh, yeah. And I from me, because, well, you know what? Well, it's what's the. Do the Grado Berg. Do you? Oh, yeah. I tried that. That was better in my oh, head. But yes, I too enjoy watching the Grado Berg entrances. 
especially that one because that was Shooks Who's Party, the first one, I think, from 2013. And that was the first Is time I... Is that long ago? That makes me yeah. feel old. Probably that was makes the first him feel time older. I saw... Yes, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. But that was the first time I got into them because Cole Cabana was wrestling this dude. And I went, all right, who's Grado? It's like, there's a lot of people here in Scotland for this little company against this this unknown dude. And I walked away going, Cole Cabana sucks, man. Grado's awesome. So... <laughs> It's super cheap. Uh, oh, it's yes, sorry. It's yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, my next one involves um, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso, Ooh. which in my head is is perhaps going to be the main event. It's either going to be that or Drew Randy. Anyway, um, the bell rings and Roman Reigns immediately lays out the referee. It's a DQ straight off the bat, right? Um, and right, so Roman's retained the title by DQ. Uh, let's face it, nobody uh, for a second thinks that Jay's going to win here. And th- having the the DQ finish, the instant DQ sort of plays up Roman's uh, new dickhousery. I don't know what to call it. He, he doesn't he doesn't care. He comes into matches late. He hits one move, job done. That's it. That's all he needs to do. Uh, and he doesn't, in his head, he doesn't need to prove that he can beat Jey Uso because um, he doesn't see him as his equal and he never, ever has. And that can be explained in a promo down the line, I guess. Um, he then spends about five minutes uh, battering Jay. Jimmy comes out at one point and tries to hit some sort of move where like a like a phenomenal forearm that that's set up, but he gets taken out midair with a with a spear. I'd like to see that. Um, and then Roman just brutalizes both of the twins. Paul raises his hand. This leads at the next pay per view, and I don't even know what that is. Is it Survivor Series? Whatever it is, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Um, to a two on one handicap match. Oh, that's perfect. Usos versus Roman. In, in the cell. That makes sense because it's really super personal. There you go. You can have a, a decent cell match for once. Uh, Roman squashes both of them uh, in that match. And then over the coming weeks and months, Roman continues turning his back on family members, members of the Anawahi family. So he takes out Rikishi, uh, Naomi, Manu is back for a bit. I don't care, right? He's, he's a bastard. He's a bastard, right? Um, eventually, um, in the new year, on an episode of SmackDown... Um, it looks like he's about to murder Simone Johnson, also of the Anawahi family, of course. But if you smell, <gasps> The Rock interrupts, saves the day, saves little Simone from getting speared and Superman punched in her face. And that all builds up very nicely to Roman versus Rock at WrestleMania. Boom. Yes. Thank you. It's a yes from me. Like, I really like it. I've booked like six months of storyline there. It's only yeah. meant to be at the pay-per-view. I'm, I'm allowed to win, do that. Who would win at WrestleMania? Oh, Roman. Ro- Roman's got to go over as the heel and Rock's, Rock's never there, is he? So. Yeah. Unless you do right. twice in a lifetime again. <laughs> hmm. Matthew? I'm going to give it the thing. Oh. Because it is very well done. It's very well scripted. You've you've done such a sterling job of putting the production values of Cultaholic and its various podcasts up to the highest standard. Um, I have a very similar pick, so I can't give you the full one. <laughs> okay. So that's is, the way it is. I also have, yeah. Should we just do oh, all dear. of our Roman ones now? Yeah, in this well, let's, let's call it the Roman And then we'll round. vote on the best, and the best one gets the point. That's nice. Except you've started off with six months. You're that one lad who does all the work when it's a group work project. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, good one, boss. Uh, all right, so set the scene. Sorry. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A clash of champions. Tell me if you've heard this one already. The thing that people... May, we haven't. We may touch this on the podcast. We probably should. There's not been much else happening. Is the fact that Roman Reigns may be here? Ready, ready for exclusive wrestling without a shirt on? Whoa! He's going to get them out for the lads. Oof. So, end the rings. Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. But in the little video package before the show, we'll hopefully put Jay Uso still thinks that they're all right. That the Uso, the Cuz, and all that stuff. Well, the last SmackDown that we saw. You know, oh, you dropped your title belt, mate. Here you go. Handed it to Roman. Roman. Ah, big hug, yeah. And then he's like. It was the phase change. Yeah, yeah was that was the, oh, I like that. I like doing that. <laughs> so this match starts off and Reigns, I think Reigns should rip his shirt off. Just, just, you know, because he could. So, and like, the vest. That's a big old thick vest. Maybe not the vest. I mean, bloody hell. Be, it'll be tearing apart yellow pages next. Anyway, it's <laughs> does that. It's like opening a parcel from Amazon. It's doing that. And it's like, Jay's like, wow, man, you're looking really good. You've worked really hard for this match. You know how much it means. And he's like, oh, he's such a good guy here. Shake hands. And then Reigns shakes his hands, looks at him, face goes. And Jay's like, no, 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 no. wait, wait, Cocos. Before you do that, because it's so, this means so much to, to the Uso family, the Onoi family. And everybody in WWE, apparently, every wrestler has access to a video editor and a Gary YouTuber. Here's a video prepared for you, the Titantron. It's like a family montage. It's all black and white clips from 2016 when they're teaming up and uh, 2014 during their Styles feud. And that keeps on playing that. And it's like, hello, my friend. You mean And while that's playing, it keeps on in the cutting because, you know, Kevin Dunn loves the cuts. And Reigns has just he's handcuffed him. He's got that hand, not literally handcuffed, but he's got a hold of his hand and he's just twatting him and twatting him. And every time he twats him, it cuts and there's another happy memory. It's like the 30th birthday party. They're all drinking and eating. It cuts back. He's hitting him. It cuts back and the tag team titles on SmackDown cuts back and his, his, his fist is just going through a skull at this point. There's nothing left. And he's like, it. and he's like, one, two, three, like the montage is still happening. And then Roman Reigns leaves 
just a creed. You've produced a dance routine here, Matthew. It's not a wrestling match. This is like a bit of a. This is a bit of theatre. I guess it's all all theatre, Rogers. (laughs) No, I. I actually quite. I, I do like it. I like the, the idea, the juxtaposition of Roman Reigns battering his cuz with lovely shots of them as a family from, from 2016 when they, they didn't have colour TVs, apparently. Yeah, it's really grainy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I really like that, but I'm worried about the, the cut. As he, as he connects, then it, it changes picture each time because then it's going to end up looking yeah like a dance routine. But the, the every basis episode of, of Raw. I, yeah, fair. I, I, I do like it. Um, Thank you. And and then are we voting for on? the next oh. Jack's gone. It's all it's right. Fine. It's all right. Look, I, I punched too hard and it cut. My fault. Wait for it. Wait for it. He's back. Press video. I know I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me still at least? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool. That's all right then. Come on. It's a little picture. Come on, lad. What a boy. beauty. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Good boy. It's my um, turn as well, isn't it? Oh no, sorry. Yeah, I'll finish with this. Uh, the other thing <clears> I wrote down. Uh, they did next SmackDown, this big pile of uh, what was once Jews was like, no, because look, here's a family album. The photo albums of all the photos that are bam, bam, bam. I mean, just picks up and bats him with it. Sorry, I should have said that rather than shout bam. Wait, was this on SmackDown, did you say? Yeah, you know what? I was doing so well, I you're, thought you're, I'd, you're I'd not, ruin it. You're, you're not allowed to go past the pay-per-view. I think you've gone too far there, Matthew. You've, you've ruined it for everyone. Jack, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Mine is that, mine wasn't as as convoluted, but in my mind, Clash of Champions is going to have a lot of uh, champions retaining, probably not a lot of title changes. If there is one that's likely to be a title change, it's probably Orton beating Drew, which is a sad one. Then in my mind, the main event, I don't actually think it will be, but for this pitch, the main event will be Roman and Jay, which as Matthew's already covered, is going to be a tremendously heartbreaking affair. So to send the fans home happy, when Roman has finished battering Jay, uh, everyone's like, what's going to happen? He, he sets him up for like some monumental, like horrible move, like the chairs around his neck and he's going to Superman punch his head off or something. And then what music should hit the speakers. It's not Grado this time. (laughs) (laughs) He's already gone. He's already left the building in his ambulance. It's, uh, it's, you look fly today. Yeah. Rikishi comes down. I was fuming when you mentioned him earlier in your pitch, but it's okay. Uh, He gets in the ring. We can't make Roman look weak because as we've established, he's heading to WrestleMania to face the rock. So, Roman is so scared of Rikishi that he bails. Um, and Rikishi gives Paul Heyman a stink face to end the show. Now, I I pitched this to Owen, my flatmate and one of our editors at Cultaholic, before coming on here. And he was like, I thought you were going to say that everyone just does the dance with the sunglasses on, including Paul Heyman. And now I think that might be a better... It doesn't make any sense in terms of like heel and face dynamics. But it's a bit like the end of Bugsy Malone where they're all just mates. I think that's quite a good ending as well. I really so maybe like they, that. Maybe they all just yeah. like do the whole like thing and then, yeah, it's so good. So It's class. My yeah, it's, it would, it would ruin Roman's heel turn, but I bloody love <laughs> yeah. the idea of them. Paul Heyman with the glasses on, trying to do the worm. That's wrestling. That's what <laughs> yeah, we want to see. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a big thumbs up from me. And that's got my vote as well. If we're voting on these, Paul oh. Heyman doing the work, that's 100%. Love it. Mine was going to go to yours, but because it's the best, the actual best one. But okay. 
No, I disagree. I think I think you've nailed it there. Matthew, who are you voting for? What do you think of Jax? I like Jax with one little twist, and I think it'll still work, and it still keeps his heat. A combination of one of the ones me and Pachiti have said, he's still bad as Jay. And that was like, oh, let's have a dance, and Jay's like, uh. So everyone's <laughs> dancing, and Jay's just trying to stay at, he's like, come on, he holds his hands, and he's just on the floor. He's like, weekend at Bernie's, you know, come on, do the dance. Just like when your mum's trying to drag you around a shop, your legs are tired, <laughs> and you, you grab yeah. your arm, and yeah, I lo- yeah, that's great as well. Throw but it all in there. Big family, come on, get up, you know. Mine yes. was bollocks, I was a wanker there, so 100% Jack. 100% Jack. Uh, Adam, it's your third pitch. Thank you very much. So mine, uh, it sort of involves that match as well. Actually, it's the post-match. Um, let's say um, after uh, after Roman has, has retained the title, he's standing tall, Jey Uso is, is dead on the floor. The show is about to finish. We're going to do the whole graphic coming up in the corner thing. The show's off the air. It's the predictable closing shot of Clash of Champions. All of a sudden, someone's music hits. It's not Grado. It's not Junior Fatu. It is... Otis. Otis comes out with the briefcase. No. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, it's pretty bad, actually. Uh, he, he, he cashes in as well. It's not a failed cash-in. Originally in my head, this was he was going to try and cash in, but then Miz and Morrison attack him because they want their hands on the briefcase. They don't get there in time. Uh, instead, the bell rings. We've got ourselves another title match, boys and girls. However, Miz and Morrison then run out. They flatten him two on one. Um, Roman doesn't even need to hit a move. And then he makes the cocky pin with the finger on his chest. One, two, three. Otis has lost the briefcase. Let me explain why I think there are positives here and what it what it achieves. Because I know that's not very tantalizing because you've just taken the, the briefcase off of Otis, um, perhaps unnecessarily. Um, first of all, it makes Otis look really, really brave. He's challenging Roman when Roman isn't uh, like badly beaten up or anything, and it sort of restores some of the shine that Otis has lost over the past few months, well, basically since Money in the Bank. And it, I think it hurt him not being on TV for a bit as well. Um, and his loss here, a, a big loss in, in losing the biggest thing in his life that isn't Mandy Rose would give uh, you know tremendous audience sympathy there, as well as huge cheat on Miz and Roman Reigns. Um, Second, it gets the briefcase off of Otis, uh, Otis rather, because right now uh, nobody, well, nobody wants to see him cash in for the tag titles because he should want the biggest prize in all the sports entertainment. Um, And at the same time, with how hot Roman is right now, uh, nobody would want to see him drop the title to Otis anyway. Uh, And Roman should be holding that probably all the way to WrestleMania. I mean, he could be drafted to Raw and go and meet Mandy there, but just stick with me. Um, And essentially, it gives us a slightly different closing shot to perhaps what everybody is expecting. Everybody expects Roman Roman Reigns to stand tall to close the pay-per-view. This allows him to do that still, but with some added pizzazz and it's a really hard sell for Friday to see Otis try and get one over on Miz and their their feud which isn't especially great at the moment becomes more intense as a result so I think it does achieve things but essentially like what let's say Orton wins the 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 world title on Raw or Drew it doesn't matter Roman's going to hold on to it on Smackdown does anyone actually want to see Otis cash in successfully you may as well give the heat to somebody by taking off him it's a fair point. They, they've got they they really regret putting that briefcase on Otis, don't they? Mm-hmm. Vince thought it would be funny one time, and then he's realised, oh no. Uh, the only problem I've got with your pitch is that it's not what we think is going to happen; it's what we want to happen, and I think I that might happen. happen. <laughs> you want oh, really? Happen. No, I, I, I don't think it's likely to happen. I, no, maybe it won't happen 
But I just, I can't, maybe, I think that something like that will happen when Otis eventually tries to cash in, but probably not a clash of champions yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, oh, it's a no from me, just because it takes the shine off this wonderful finish that we've all constructed to the pay-per-view with all the of the, well, the dancing and the Jey Uso being a fine paste in the ring. So uh, it's a no, I'm afraid it's a no for me. I'm How sorry. about then, just to add a little bit to it, um, after this all happens, Jey Uso is still a corpse in the center of the ring. Right. Otis is now laid out. And then Roman Superman punches both Miz and Morrison, stands at the top of the rope, uh, top of the ramp, rather, smirking. Everybody's been laid out by Roman now. You're doing a bit of a, I've got to pull you up here. You're doing a bit of a Sam Driver here, where okay. if you if you reject his pitch, he'll get, first of all, really cross with you. And secondly, you'll then keep altering it until you say yes. So I have to okay. just remind no, you. I, I agree. I've been, I've been out of it. It's been, it's been a while since I've done one of these, Jack. I, I forgot the rules, but I'm, it, I'm not angry. It's some just editing. Disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. Uh, no, Tubman is. That's all right then. Slag him off as much as you like, Jack. <laughs> Matthew, uh, what are your Matthew. thoughts? You hated it as well. I did, yes. Uh, but for perfectly good reasons, because they're my reasons, First of all, Money in the Bank right now is one of the most valuable assets WWE has because, if you check the news, that funny COVID thing keeps on popping up in different locker rooms. So right now, you're trying to book WrestleMania next year. WWE's going to be hard-pressed to get Survivor Series fully booked. So I think Money in the Bank, as funny as it would be to you know actually get the issue, deal the issue, the Otis issue, as we call it in the business, I think they're looking at this going, no, this is actually really valuable because any one of these boogers could get it and we need to replace them stat. Otis, by keeping away from anybody safe, Mr. Morrison, means he will be kept COVID-free. Therefore, it doesn't matter. Well, at least have a champion. So mm. having it on a class of champions would kind of make sense at any other time in history because Otis having the Money in the Bank briefcase is one of those things where you go, is this supposed to make Ken Anderson's Money in the Bank look good? And also, Roman Reigns is really good right now. Why would you bring up Miz and Morrison and Otis feud to ruin such a thing. That'd be like getting. It's just a bit of a like more interesting ending. Sirloin steak with roller cola. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to make that feud better. Roman, the Roman is is on fire right now. That's this isn't going to derail anything. This is just trying to make something else on SmackDown a, a little bit better. I think you would make Roman lose value in the marketplace rather than make Otis and the Miz and Morrison feud. Hey, hey, ho, ho. It's a no. It's really harsh, isn't it? I'm sorry, man. Don't, yeah, don't, don't give me the sad thing. All right, all right, you get with mediocre. I feel like Sam Driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, it's, it's your go. Oh, goody. Right. One of the other matches on the show that doesn't involve you. So I hate this is rubbish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, move on to Jack. So the other match that's happening of some interest is the three-way ladder match for the IC title between AJ Styles, who used to have the title, Jeff Hardy, who does have the title, I think, and Sami Zayn, who did have the title, didn't lose it, but had to go away for some weird reasons, which does mean they're going to do the WrestleMania 10 thing, putting the IC title belt way above the ring and they're going to have to go up a ladder, grab it, and then yay. But for people who saw last week's podcast do realize that by putting something golden, something that means something, some way, an opening, if you will, a a, a ticket 
above the ring may motivate certain individuals watching the program. Certain individuals such as Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka suddenly remembering, you know what? I remembered I was IC champion in 77. Me and Patterson in the garden, we had a brawl, but I, you know, I tore my leg right off its leg. And in, in the <laughs> days of the 70s, that meant I had to take a week off and just took the belt off us. So I never lost that title either. And because Grandpa Joe's way back in, it's going to take him a while to get there. So all three men will be down. There'll be some crazy, silly ladder move that never happens unless it's a ladder match in wrestling. And then here comes, wait, whose music is that? And he's got that, you know, big onesie that old people own. It's Grandpa Joe. It's Grandpa Joe. Was the, Grandpa was his Joe. Was his own music there? The boys are back in town. <laughs> you know what? That would work. Yeah, it would, yeah. <laughs> you know, does his very thing. And because Grandpa Joe's so sprightly after being in a bed for four decades, God, he just runs right up that friggin' thing and grabs it. And Grandpa Joe was the IC champion. And I say this not because of any connectivity between the extended cultaholic podcast universe we got going, but because I couldn't think of a bloody other thing to say about Clash of Champions. <laughs> well, it's See. a yes. It's a it's a totally yes for me. Oh, is it? I feel like we do perhaps owe people an apology if they're not cultaholic fans in general. They've just uh-huh. they've just decided to stagger around the internet looking for some preview videos for Clash of they Champions. T- you were yeah. talking about Street Fighter yeah. for yeah. <laughs> Roger minutes. the Dodger. Uh, click. So uh, it's but it's a, it's an absolute yes from me, of course. Uh, Adam, what did you think? I hate it, and and not even not even jokingly, I'm very serious <laughs> right now, in fact, um, because uh, it's. It's, it's a new type of heat, isn't it? You've got genuine heat, you've got expat heat, then you've got Grandpa Joe heat. It's people <laughs> that you do not want to see on your on your, on your your screen. It would be like bringing bloody Ian Huntley out as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it's, it's, too, no. it's too much, Whoa, too much of a heel. Oh, he's too, no, no. a serial killer in. <laughs> not, not a serial killer, actually. Weren't spread over, not three. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm taking, I'm, I'm saying no to this because um, it's just somebody who shouldn't be featured or celebrated. And, and to do that, you've got to sign Grandpa Joe and give him what I would imagine is quite a lucrative contract. Um, and I, I, I just, I want him nowhere near. He, he's a character that should be retired forever. Who, <clears throat> it's, so it's a no from it's a no from you for Matthew. <laughs> God, yeah. Where when you mentioned Matthew, you said Grandpa Joe's got to get oh. there all the way from. Uh, where's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory set? Because I can remember that's why I put my hand on Charlie my mouth. Charlie and Grandpa Joe are American. Willy Wonka is American. The school teacher is Northern British English. I don't know. I assume there was the America. Candy, the, it's, it's America. The Candyman's a bit of a Cockney, isn't he? He's a bit of a geezer. Yeah, wait, is it? Sunrise, wait, is he, is he? I don't know, he's English, definitely. Wait, no, doesn't he find a 50 pence coin? It's a 50p coin. Yeah, I thought they were British. Yeah, but Charlie's American, isn't he? Grandpa Joe. Is he? No, is he? No, wait I only watched this recently, I wasn't paying attention to that. Yeah, I always thought they were British. I found a Wonka bar. It's a 50p coin that he finds, though. Charlie's American. Willy Wonka's American. I wouldn't do that. Wilde, yeah, yeah, yeah. In oh, fact, think of the scene where Joe and Wonka are having an argument. Grandpa Joe shouts at him in an American accent. You're a fraud. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. Like, no. a, is that like a New York accent? Like a, a I don't Brooklyn know what it is. I don't know. It just says yeah. in a small town is where it's set. It's in okay. some dystopian separate universe, I swear. 
Oh, never I mean, even it, thought about that. My my mm. point still stands that, that Matthew <laughs> is 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 really well uh, okay. presented. Well, we're not care anymore now. I'm trying to figure out what where where they are and Willy Wonka. Like, where are they in Fight Club? Or, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, that can be the topic for Tom's Love You by Twitch stream. There you go. When he asks people questions. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm I'm totally thrown as well. Well, yeah. I'll be honest. I had two pitches coming into this and just backed myself to think of a third one. Bless you, as we were Thank going you. on. Uh, but I couldn't think of a third one. But I have scrambled something rubbish together to close the video. So, no, it's no... <laughs> and so, who should appear but famous Scottish wrestler? <clears throat> so the match that's obviously captured my attention is... Uh, <laughs> Cesaro and Nakamura versus the Lucha House Party. We don't know which two members of the Lucha House Party are going to be there. It's a bit of a freebird situation. So Cesaro and Nakamura are in the ring waiting for the Lucha House Party. They're late to the match. They're running around backstage. They're like, where's Lindsay? Where's Lindsay? It's just Grand Metalik and Kalisto. They're like, we can't find him anywhere. Adam Pierce is like, lads, there's no time. Get out there now and fight for those belts. They go out there to fight for the belts and get totally outclassed. Like Cesaro and Nakamura are dominating them fully. And when it looks hopeless and it looks like there's nothing left for the Lucha House Party to be able to do, the referee gets bumped. And whose music should hit the speakers? Not Grado, not Rikishi. They they are in different parts of the night. So Lindsay's recently been teasing that he's going to lose the mask. He posted like some picture of him holding it. <clears throat> As we saw in the picture, Lindsay's uh, a shaven-headed man. He's bald. The glass shatters, and all along, since he signed with WWE and even beforehand, Lindsay Dorado has been Stone Cold Steve Austin in disguise. He's trimmed down a bit. He's a little bit. He's, he's not hit the weights quite as much, and he's also shrunk about a foot. But he runs out, stunner, stunner, takes off the Lindsay mask. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin and always has been, thereby explaining my love for Lindsay Dorado. And he helps his lads win the belts. Both of you look just devast, just gutted. Just so, you look so disappointed in me that I've done this. Uh, well, there's a, there's a big flaw immediately in, well, there's many flaws. There's a, one that even before you finished and Stone Cold came up is that, um, nobody would be asking where's Lindsay not even his teammates because nobody would care true. but I guess if That's they knew true. he was Stone Cold Steve Austin all along maybe they would they would care um, it's not where I, I I sort of dreamed Steve Austin to, to to reappear in WWE it's not it's not it's not the punk match but yeah Steve Austin versus Grand Metalik could be money so it's a yes from me oh what whoa yeah yeah Charity. Matthew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Bacchus said it best. Um, not the, the first bit, just that end line there, Charity. Uh, <laughs> it's been a very hit and miss episode of The Predictions, and I want to make it look like we have a we are not a sloppy shop. So I think this has been an amazing idea. Who else would think of being Lindsay Dorado being Stone Cold Steve Austin? other than Jack the Jobber of Cultaholic Industries Incorporated. So it's a thumbs up from me just to keep the company afloat. Uh, and for people to go, come on, it's not all crap. I mean, Jack the Jobber's all right. Uh, and yeah, so, nice. I mean, who would have seen that coming? And it would be easily the best thing these lot would have done since ever. Hmm. 
I didn't really have an answer to that bit, really. What was the last thing that they did? The with Lars. It was good. Yeah, Who? gold. Lars Sullivan. I don't recall. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, I think he's brilliant. I think Jack is absolutely where well, he steamrolled us. He's got he's yeah. got all the guesses here. Um, and also, I, I can actually see it happening, which makes it even better. It feels <laughs> it feels like a hollow victory. I've got to admit hmm. in this one. Don't put yourself down. They'll do that in the comments. Well, they certainly will. Thank you for joining me, Matthew and Adam, for this pitches video. Uh, and if you watching at home are eagerly awaiting Clash of Champions, we all are, uh, Adam is going to be doing a live reactions on this very YouTube channel on Sunday night. Uh, I'll be doing a what happened at afterwards. Adam then will be doing graded on the Monday. And there's so much other content going out. Matthew, have you got anything you'd like to plug of your own? No, not really. Fair enough. I hope, I want to plug you guys having a nice day. Oh, cheers, man. I hope you have a nice day too. No, I don't want to have a nice day. I want other people to have a nice wow. day. Oh, right. I have a bad day. Very aggressive about that, but thank you. And thank you all for watching as well. I've been Jack from Cultaholic.com. This has been Adam. I don't know if you want it. I've already done all the plugs. Sorry. I'll just this plug is... you. You've done a great job here. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Adam, this has been Matthew. And for some reason, I thought we were going to wave at the camera like the end of a game show. Bye. 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 